The bros love their entourage. They do, for sure. Maybe video secrecy could be more like entourage. Fuck you. Fuck, when was the last time we did a Kickstart? Uh, I don't know that we've done one since. Out of the garage, McCory Cope and Freddie Wath. Kickstart for the first time in over two months. First one of 2022. Yeah. 23. <laughs> we get sneaking sneak in for like two days left in the month. Whoop, whoop. Holy shit. So, yeah, obviously, some of you who know us off mic know we had a lot of stuff going on. And and obviously, in general, we didn't do very much. And, and it was the between. holidays. It was the holidays. And all that fun shit. <laughs> I, I hope you guys have been enjoying um, our the two episodes that we put out earlier in, the, in, in this month with uh, the January dumping ground movies. We did Tremors and fuck, what was the other one? Uh, it was what was the other one? Good lord, <laughs> it's been that long. Scanners, uh, scanners. Yeah, <laughs> right. that was the last one. Yes, uh, and we just just uh, just before we got on mic here, we recorded the last of them. Of course, we you'll hear us mention this. We we did this movie, and then uh, we have to skip uh, the fourth one, which was going to be Guy Ritchie's The Gentleman, which we've talked on the show numerous times. And uh, but we'll eventually cover it because we do completely adore that movie. Yeah, we fumbled. Sorry. So this episode will drop. Those <laughs> record it in January. It'll be out on Friday for you guys to consume as you roll into uh, the last week before the Super Bowl. Oh, I can't wait till the Super Bowl is over. <laughs> I'm so done with football this season, dude. Bengals, uh, Chiefs. Let's go. Let's get some predictions. Who's going to the Super Bowl? Uh, Bengals, Chiefs. Go, Corey. Uh, I'm going Cincinnati. <laughs> my game, my game's this afternoon. I'm not working. I was supposed to work. I was supposed to work a six day. And then you realized, hey, we don't need Corey working on a six day. And then, so I'm off today. This is being Sunday, even though this is Monday that you're listening to this. I'm going, I'm calling Philadelphia, Cincinnati, Super Bowl. That's fair. Because Shannon would be upset if you didn't say Philadelphia. <laughs> Shannon, Philadelphia is going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I can't say if they're going to win, but I'm saying they're going. <laughs> they're a damn good team this year, man. I don't know. They're going to be playing the Bengals. So weird to think the Bengals are like better again, dude. It's weird. The Bengals went last year. They did. They knocked off the Chiefs, and I think it's going to happen again. Yeah. I think history is going to repeat itself today. It's, it's nutty. It's crazy. I mean, I don't really care about football at this point. I mean, no, I'm not. I'm not in disagreement with you. I'm whatever about. Yeah, it. I'm a. I'm a Houston Oilers fan. <laughs> no, do you have a? You don't have a team, do you? I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't care that much. Honestly. No, I mean, why? I, I like football, but I don't. I you know. I just watch. I'll watch it if it's on or not. I mean, I don't have a team that I'm like burn the house. I don't burn the city down when my yeah. team loses. Or I don't have a team like that. No. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> People say, "Oh, it must be great watching sports all the time while you work." I'm like, "Man, I don't watch shit while I'm at work. 
I'm working. Here's the crazy thing. If Buffalo had won last week, I would be going to the Chiefs-Bills game today. Oh, right. It was going to be played. In- it would have been. Yeah. They Weird, right? That is, that is bizarre. But yeah, that game quickly, and then we'll stop talking football, but that game was <laughs> over like literally the first six minutes of the first quarter. I, I was like, oh, Cincinnati. Yeah. I didn't even watch the rest of it. Yeah. Was up, they were up 14 nothing in the first quarter. And I was like, game over. I don't care if Buffalo's at home and it's snowing or anything else. The feel good store, all of that was, oh, I mean, Cincinnati dude just kind of showed up, punched him in the mouth. Yeah. All that. Wild. Yeah. So, sports. <laughs> Thank you. Now, uh, we, now we turn yeah. to our regular scheduled program. So, I've talked about on, I, I do this once in a while where I promote podcasts of other podcasts on our podcast. Uh, I love Conan O'Brien. He's a friend. And it's it's one of my favorite things. And some of the best episodes are the ones where um, you're not expecting the guest to be so charming and funny and all that. But one of them who's a repeat customer and who is actually real as friends in real life with Conan, and that's Timothy Oliphant. And he returned to the show last week and fuck, it's so funny, dude. It's just, it's just as brilliant. But anyway, so him being on the show, um, talking a little bit about justified city primeval coming back, um, later on, I think it's the early summer is supposed to come back on the FX. Uh, but he also was talking about Deadwood briefly and I'm like, you know what? I haven't watched Deadwood in a long time. And he actually told a little funny little anecdote about the kid, his kids visiting the set when they were young. And, and they got the reminder before I started watching it again. He was like, Conan said, well, yeah, the kids on the set for it. All you say is cocksucker and motherfucker all the time. And I, and I'm like, I laughed at it because I know that to be true. But when you start watching it again, you don't realize how true that is. Dude. <laughs> uh, was- yeah. Uh, I'm going to say one of the craziest lines I've ever heard on any, any television series network or cable and it was uttered by Al Swearingen shockingly enough. <laughs> and now is it is it Swearingen or Swear Engine? Like he I'm, is just a swearing machine. I do recall on the show it 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 being it not inconsistent, but um yeah. I've heard people say it both ways on the show. So I it's but hard. I'm saying right but is it like a he's a swear engine. Yes. You just keep swearing. Yes. Like a fucking train. Yes. Yeah. He, and it's and it's scary the the frequency in which <laughs> which he does that. The the thing about the show is like it and it is it is very abruptive. It's very abrupt with everything you know in it. But you know the the show as a whole can be a real rough ride. But one of the things I really enjoyed about watching, especially coming back to it again is seeing so many people in the show that you've seen in other things. Oh, yeah. Even before and after. But, boy, I didn't realize how many people from the whole Greg Garcia, you know, my name is Earl, Raising Hope universe is on, is on the show. I guess because I've seen more of that than I've seen of Deadwood. Because I think I've only seen Deadwood once through. And so it's funny watching lots of different people in this. <laughs> the one that threw me off the most um, with Sean Bridgers playing, you know, Johnny Burns on the show. He, he, he's only in two episodes of Raising Hope where he ends up kidnapping. Yeah. Garrett Dillahunt. Yeah. Garrett Dillahunt. Uh, yeah. And, and who, uh, who is it, on this and plays two different characters on this. Which is bizarre, right? 
I could, yeah. yeah, that was a weird thing about the show too. Is and I got reminded about that when I was poking around on IMDb, like just being reminded who's in the show. Again, a ton of other people on the show. You know, Anna Gunn, who you guys know as Skyler from Breaking Bad. Um, Jim Beaver, you guys know from Supernatural, Powers Booth, of course, in the first season where he, can, I mean, where he kind of shows up like the third season, a uh, third episode of the first season, and he's just. Dude, he's so great. I fucking love Powers Booth, dude. He's like, can you, can it's you, you're instantly reminded, of course, now Walter did the first, the the pilot, right? Did he do more than the pilot? Well, also, you know, if you don't say Alan Graff, somebody, no. somebody named Alan Graff is going to come to your house. Gonna, you tell Corey. <laughs> he's going to call me and yell at me. <laughs> he's going to get my you. address. He's going to be knocking on my door. Sorry, Alan. Yes. Okay. I was going to eventually get that. I can't talk about this show and not talk about that. Who else is in the show that just Brett Dora is in this show? Yeah, dude. playing playing Doc. Yeah, W. Earl Brown who played Meatloaf. Who is the who? I'm forgetting the actress's name that 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 play that that's um, Molly Parker. No, no, Molly's great. I don't never forget Molly. She's wonderful. Kim Dickens. <sighs> no, it's uh the one that's infatuated with Hickok. Calamity Jane. Yes, uh, Robin Wenger. Robin Winger. Yeah, yep. dude. Fuck, I love her on the show. She's so good. I just love how she's just trying to fit in in this man's world and she just, nobody accepts her. Nobody takes her seriously. And she's always kind of fighting through being this badass and also being somebody that just isn't being accepted anywhere. It's fuck. She's so good on the show, dude. She's really one of the highlights of the show for me. Dude, it's funny you you mentioned that because it, out of all the stand, you know, the Powers Boots, the Brad Dorifs, the John Hawks, the Tim Oliphants, Ian McShane, I, I want to say, you know, Brian Cox shows up at one point and, you know, Alan Graff, William Sanderson. Yeah. But for me, the the standout on, on this show, for I, the, I just, when I think of Deadwood, a dude, Molly Parker. Yeah. Her relationship with Bullock is, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I fell in love with her on this show. And, um, you know, watch her in anything. Lost in Space is great. And also, weirdly, we we actually covered a film that she was in, a little thing called The Wicker Man. Yeah, <laughs> with Nick Cage. Yes, that, I don't know why that's funny. Later it's this week, disengaged. Damn it! But everybody on the show is wonderful. Everybody's like, it, it's just, it's funny becomes when when you're here and cocksucker and motherfucker constantly, you, you eventually just kind of tune it out. It's not as noticeable. Right. becomes white noise. Yeah. If you come and watch a few episodes in a row, it's when you come back to it after a day and like, and you have to adjust to it again. <laughs> but no, yeah. I love Robin. She's again, I, I, she was in smile. One of my favorite movies from last year. And she plays the psychiatrist and then she's great because she kind of plays. Well, if you, I don't want to spoil anything. Smile is on Paramount plus if you guys haven't seen it yet. So check it out. I hadn't promoted P plus in so long. There it is. Watch it. Damn it. Yeah, this show's off the hook as far as like talent in this oh, show. I mean, yeah. Literally, we, we just rattled off 20 names and there's 20, another 20 that we could continue to go down. Yeah, and I'm not going to, there's one I won't mention, but for obvious reasons. But I mean, a lot of people, you know, Kim Dickens, like again, Kim Dickens and uh, I, I mentioned a whole bunch of uh, Greg Garcia stuff, but I can mention Kim Dickens and and uh, also Dayton Callie from, Sons of Anarchy, both. And it's like, and that's, and there was a, I kind of feel like these guys literally left one set to go be on the other set. Seems like and it. And they did film a lot of the same, a lot of this over off the Canyon down here off, off Sand Canyon and uh, um, not Sand Canyon. Damn it. He said, he had said Sand Canyon to me there earlier. So 
It's like locked Sand in on my Canyon. Canyon. Yeah. Placerita Canyon. Placerita, thank you. Fuck. Yes. I only live here. Sorry. <laughs> there's so many fucking, there's so many canyons surrounding yeah. you that, uh, you know, and there, there's movie ranches everywhere out there. When you watch this, you know, Suns filmed a lot up here and up in Bouquet. Um, not a whole lot of Placerita, but also, like I said, Deadwood on both, both locations, Justified as well in all locations. Um, justify. If you live in Santa Clarita, dude, you, you can't, you can't miss. <laughs> it, it, all, there's so much that they shot uh, around town. Like I always love when they, on, on Justified, when they're trying to show like they're driving on a highway, on a rural highway, and they're just driving on that one street that runs parallel with the five freeway. <laughs> Between yeah, the 120, exactly. 126 and uh, Old Road. Off of the Old Road. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. <laughs> I'm like going, gosh, the Magic Mountain is just so you just can't see it. Yeah, this show is crazy, dude. Like, I'm just going to throw out some, I'm going to throw out three more names. Titus Welliver. Yep. Bosch, right? Like, duh. Peter Jason uh, has a, he's got a story uh, arc in this. And the late, great Ricky Jay. I mean, dude, everybody you can think of. Like, and when you see everybody in this, you don't really see, I mean, everybody's used perfectly to their strong point. Yep. Like, dude, the, the stuff between Swearingen and Powers Booth is so good. Yeah. Good Lord, dude. There's so much about this show that you just, had, once you get past, again, get past the language part of it. I mean, yes, if you're, if you have a tough time listening to the language, you're going to have a tough time with this. We talked about him on the show and in the latter years, Pruitt Taylor Vince is on the show too. Like when you mentioned the same, right, yeah. same season that, that Brian Cox shows up. This was the show you wanted to get on if you were trying to get notice. Or rein, or rein, or reinvigorate your career. Yeah. If you had a scruffy look about yourself where you can make yourself scruffy looking, you were auditioning for this. You were having your reps hit you up to try to get you a, a part on the show. But damn, dude, this show had so many great people on it and people that were stars. You said trying to reinvigorate their careers. Joe McGraney shows up in again, yeah, those latter seasons. Dude, he's yeah. so good. I was yeah. just going to say, as Hearst. Yeah. Again, Gerald McGraney also shows up on Justified. Again, it's the same circle of projects or shows that are up that were shot prominently up here. Because they all have a similar, I don't want to say tone, but they have a look and they have a vibe. And most people that like one, like the other, one of the other two, if not all three of them. But damn, this show was so good. I mean, that first, that first, the pilot is so great when Walter directed it. And it just sets up the whole world. And it doesn't take you very long to find the geography and where everything is. I'm only halfway through the first season again right now. And because it is, it's a lot of show. I got to say, though, one of the things that's gotten in my way of watching the show, because I'm watching it on HBO Max and I watch it on my Apple TV. Fuck you, HBO Max. I swear to God, if you pause that fucking thing for more than five minutes and you come back, speaking of not having our breaks like you get with Freebie, mm -hmm. I come back and I un unpause it, it'll fucking air out. Over. And I have yep. to restart the box. It fucking pisses me off. And I talked to somebody else. They said it happens on their fire stick too. And I'm like, fuck you. And like, how about stop? If you're going to cancel stuff, you fucking idiot running discovery, maybe put some money back into the, into the shit now. And it's not his, it's not his fault. This is a problem that already existed before discovery scooped up Warner media, but fuck, it's so frustrating. If I'm not going to finish an episode or, for, or if I pause it, I have to take note of where I'm at. 
so I could fast forward back to that part because it's not going to let me start it over. I'm going to let me watch it from where I left off. I'm going to have to start the whole fucking episode over again. And it sucks. It's not a big deal if you're watching a 30 minute thing, but if you're watching a show that runs 50 minutes, 55 minutes, it sucks when you have to keep doing that. So that's actually why I'm only on episode five or six right now because of that shit. It's, I get, I get frustrated with it. Even after restarting the box a couple of times and I just said, fuck this, I'm done for the night. And it's, it's, I hate that shit. I shouldn't get frustrated on a service I'm paying 15 bucks a month for and it doesn't play properly. No doubt. Dumb. No doubt. Fuckers. Anyway. So I, we didn't say this, but like, you know, I mean, we briefly said you're on location in Atlanta doing a movie. Atlanta. Atlanta, which is why we had a big delay between our second and third episode for January dumping ground movies. I'm glad we had a little bit of a break because it gave us a chance to kind of catch up on some personal stuff and and not feel like we were, because boy, when you were gone, we, we were trying to reconnect before you left. Oh, dude, it was. Yeah. <laughs> the last, uh, I mean, I'm just going to say the last month and fuck off. And yeah, I mean, and I don't mean it because of the holiday. It was just rough. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was a drag. And honestly, you and I recording those first two episodes, it was nice not to think about the other shit for a bit. Cause it you know was I don't want to say it consumed us, but it was it was hard not to think about that stuff because it was it affected us so at such a high level. Um yep. but again, yeah, it, it's just a, and then just a pivot right into work like we did during between the second and third episodes. It was, it was <laughs> that last week before you left. It was, oh just, man, dude. Well, that was crazy. <laughs> like, you know, just the whole way I got this job sort of like, you know, it was like fucking, I was wandering around in Kansas and a house fell out of this guy and squashed me, <laughs> you know, and here I am, uh, you know, shoes and all. It was tough. It was, it was like, I, dude, I didn't, I couldn't even figure out how to get, to drop something off to you and you don't live that far from me, but it was just, it was wild. And, no. You know. Yeah. It was. And, and when we were trying to just, I mean, we've, we kind of like have a halfway point and we've had the halfway point numerous times, especially on my way out to, to work, but man, we couldn't even coordinate that. And well, <laughs> between the weather and moving, oh my my God. Mo- and, mo- and moving my mom and, you know, and other things. That fucking weather, dude. Holy shit. Did it, Okay, look, I know people make fun of us when it rains, but here's the thing. When it rains here, it rains for a little bit, but we had this shit come down for us. I can't remember the like last two time weeks. We, where it rained, not just that frequently, but that hard for that long. It was weird. We're supposed to get rain today here in LA, but I haven't seen any yet. It's cloudy out there, which is nice. Yeah. But, but it's been cold as balls too. Dude. It's been like, it got down to 31 again today. Yeah, I see. I was looking at the, it was looking at, because I, I get, you know, I keep, I get weather alerts for, you know, Santa Clarita, Agua Dulce, blah, blah, blah. Right. You know, it says it could snow at like 3,000 feet and my house is at 3,400 feet. So, you know, or frozen mix as they call it, you know, out near where you're at off of the five. Right. Like going up toward Castaic. And so it's, it's wild, dude. Like, and this was supposed to be the, what La Nina, the the dry winter. I mean, I, I'm no, I don't think anybody's mad that we did get rain, but just no. the amount of rain that we got in this short time, because it, it creates a whole bunch of other problems. Because, you know, if it's not raining, there's, a, you know, the ground is being, you know, all the vegetation is being burned usually. And, uh, right. you know, fire, then hard rainstorms, mudslide. I mean, it's, it's all bad, it's, you know. 
Yeah. I don't want to use the word cataclysmic because I don't want to be, but I mean, I think it, 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 dude, it was, you know, what was going on when I left, uh, especially out there in near Santa Barbara. God, man, what a, that's just terrible. (laughs) Since you're kind of talking about you, you know, you leaving, do you want to talk about (laughs) your travel day and going out there? Yeah. So here, right. (laughs) First of all, there's not an Uber driver in Los Angeles that will come to my house to pick me up. So I, I have to be dropped off, you know, at Golden Valley. So there's a Starbucks there. So I, I get picked up, you know, at Starbucks and I'm on the way to the airport and I get, and it's, you know, it's still stormy. It, it, it's just starting to rain and, it's, right. and I'm like, oh shit. And I give myself plenty of time to get there. Right. And so we get there quickly. Like I get, you know, my flight's at one fifteen. I get to the airport at 11. I'm checking in, in the Delta terminal and they're like, okay, out the doors and walk over to the Tom Bradley. And I'm like, what? They're like, oh yeah, yeah, your flight's leaving from the international. And I'm like, okay, no one told me that. Anyway, so I get checked in. As I'm walking to the Tom Bradley, dragging my suitcase and shit with me, you know, and it, it's not like it's a far walk, but it, it is, dude, it, everybody, it, there's always construction there. So you, it, 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 and it, you're walking and, and, and everybody, now they've got like, you know, there's like 300 people walking to the Tom Bradley internet, which is the busiest terminal at LAX always. Yep. As I'm walking in, I feel a phone buzz. I look down, my flight has been delayed an hour and a half. So now my flight doesn't leave till, supposed to leave at one. So now it's 2.35 or whatever the fuck it is. So, uh, you know, I checked in. Now it's 11, it's 11.20. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I was going to have like, you know, an hour before I boarded, you know, and I was going to, you know, whatever, get on the plane. It's going to be great. I was going to get here to Atlanta at 8 p.m. So I'm sitting there and I, you know, get up to go to the bathroom. I come back and I notice all the people that were sitting with me have walked away. They're, I'm like, did I miss, what happened? Look down at my phone and they've moved us to another gate. And <laughs> the flight has moved to now 5 p.m. So I'm like, okay, great. So I go, I, I walk to the other gate and I see all these angry people in line. People are pissed, you know, because now at this point we're going to be there till five o'clock and it's 1245. The plane's still delayed. And, you know, now we're going to get into Atlanta at, it's a three, it's a four hour flight. So I was originally supposed to get here at eight. So now I'm going to get here like 11 and I'm like, this is bullshit. And then I realized everybody's trying to get on another flight and there's like a three fifteen flight. <laughs> so, you know, they're like, Oh yeah, this flight's full already. So you can't even get on this one. So you're going to have to go, but you have to go out and get into the shuttle and drive. They'll drive you back over to, cause I've already gone through security. I've been checked in. I got, you know, my bags on my, don't know where my bag is. It's getting on a plane, maybe not the one I'm getting on at this point. <laughs> uh, so I have to go and I have to get in the shuttle and they drive us back through the tarmac between planes and they drop us off back in the terminal. And they're like, go to the help desk and maybe, you know, see if you can get on. There's a, there's a five o'clock flight and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, because at this point, my plane is now delayed till 930 California time. So that means it'd be 1230 in Atlanta before I even got on a plane. It's a four hour flight. Plus the time change, I literally was going to get here to Atlanta and basically pick up a car and drive straight to work. <laughs> so while we're standing in line, all these angry people at the help desk, there's one lady there for Delta. There's 74 people in front of me. And I'm like, this is fucked. 
I'm probably not going to get on this plane. I'm thinking I should just go home and start over again tomorrow. <laughs> Call the travel coordinator and be like, hey, just put me on a plane tomorrow because this ain't going to happen. And I get a buzz and I look down and it's like, if you'd like to change your flight, you can, you know, so I'm like, well, fuck, I'm going to stand in this line for these people. There's all these, I'm counting the people from him. I'm like, fuck it. So I just do it. I do it on the app and it goes through bank. And I'm like, holy shit. Now I'm on the 315 flight, which is <laughs> six o'clock in Atlanta. So, you know, I'm doing the math and I'm going to get there around 11, 1130, something like that. So I dragged myself out and this older gentleman that I had met early in the morning when we had to walk to the Bradley terminal and he, you know, he's an older guy, he's a big guy, he's probably late sixties, you know, and he, he's fucking leg. He's, he, had, he had a slight limp and he's dragging his, and he's just like, and he, and I hear him going, God, nope, God, I'm not fucking going. And he's yelling at the, he, he's, he's literally yelling at the, and he, and he sees me and he's like, where are you going? I said, oh, I just did it on my app. I just, I just got on the, I got on the three o'clock fight. He's like, well, fuck that. I'm not even staying here till three o'clock. Fuck this. And he's like literally going off on the Delta people um, because all they've offered him are like food vouchers. He's like, food vouchers? I just want to go home. I'm going to fly tomorrow. He's like, I don't know. I'm not, tra- I'm not going anywhere. And he's just going off. And I'm like, oh, all right, buddy. I'll, I'll see you later. <laughs> see you in Atlanta. I hope you get there. You know, so then I get over and now there's nobody there. And I go to check in and there's nobody at the desk yet. And and then one woman from Delta shows up there and I'm like, hey, I have a question. I'm just trying, I just put myself on this flight. It, it, it hasn't changed yet, but I did get a verification email. I'm just trying to make sure my bag is going to get on this flight. And she's like, well, you have to go over to the help desk. And I'm like, oh, fuck, it's not this fucking help desk. <laughs> and she's like, no, no, there's one right here. And she points and there's one person in line. So I get over there. I go through the whole thing and, and they're like, oh, for the, it's my, they can't verify that my bag's getting on the plane. So I'm just like, okay, rolling the dice, whatever. It'll get there with me or, you know, or I'll be wearing the same shit for a couple of days, <laughs> whatever it is, I'm going to get to Atlanta. So I'm sitting there. Now suddenly it offers me an upgrade. Like, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, fuck it. I'll just, cause I've, you know, I got flyer miles. I'll do it. So I'm doing it. And then it just starts the spinning wheel of death. Shh and then it stops. I don't know if my credit card's been charged. It's been ex- I don't know. So back to the Delta lady at the gate. And she's like, oh, well, you know, in, until your flight is actually ready to check in, I, we, we, we won't know if you got it or not. So you, you don't have to, and I'm like, oh, fuck. So now, now I've just got two, two more hours to kill. And then I get another delayed flight text. And I'm at this point, you know, but this time it's only like another half hour, 40 minutes. And I'm just like, is this a sign that maybe I shouldn't get on this plane? How many, how many warnings do I need to not get on the plane? Uh, Yet I got on the plane and then there was some turbulence, you know, and we flew through some shitty weather and um, we landed in Atlanta at midnight. And then it took us a while to get off of the plane. And then guess what? I have to go claim my luggage because it did. My luggage did miraculously get on the plane. You know, they tell us it's carousel two. So we get to the baggage and carousel one through six are all, there's construction going on. They're all blocked off. <laughs> so it's, you know, there's, well, there's one guy there telling everybody go down to seven, go to seven, go to seven. So we're all standing around seven bags start coming out. About half a dozen bags come out. <laughs> the whole thing freezes up. They make an announcement. The baggage carousel is at the moment it has stopped. Maintenance is on the way. <laughs> so like now it's like 12, 
1245. <laughs> the baggage carousel is broken. Nothing is coming off. People are starting to climb up onto the baggage carousel and reach down into the chute. And like, like you know, the, this guy's like, and he's, and he's throwing bags out just some random, I don't know if I want to call him a good Samaritan because, you know, in my mind, I'm like, am I about to see this poor bastard get like sucked down in there and like, and it's just going to be like a wood chipper scene out of Fargo and it's like blood's going to shoot up with a bunch of suitcases at some point. Uh, and then, you know, the maintenance guys show up and they're like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, hey man, got to get my bags. It's fucking late. My, if you had the day I, and it's just this whole scene. <laughs> so now it's, you know, it's, it's 10 to one by the time I get my bag. And I still have to go get a rental car and I have to take the train from the terminal to the rental car and the train stopped running at one fifteen, And now it's like five after it's one Oh five. So, you know, I'm running with my shit to catch the last train. I miss it. I miss a train and think, Oh my God, what is this? How often do these trains? And I'm thinking, Oh shit, it's going to be another 10 minutes. I'm, I'm fucked. I'm not, I don't know how I'm going to get to the rental car thing. Cause there's not, you know, you can't take a taxi to it. I, I don't know. I'm thinking, what am I going to do? And then suddenly a train pulls up, get on the train. It's me and two other people, but one of them is crazy. This dude is like, his pants are falling off. He's, he's dancing around like he's on ecstasy and he's singing as, I mean, he's got his head funny, but he's singing loud. And I'm just like, every time I come to, and it happens to me every time I fly into Atlanta, <laughs> I get on this train and there's some nut. Like the last time I came, there was this guy. He's like, God bless you, brother. And he's like going on and he's like some fucking speed freak drug. I mean, he obviously, I don't know. He was, he was nutty. He, uh, he had found Jesus. He was telling everybody how, you know, I, I was, uh, you know, I was, I had drug problems and da da da. But he's, and then, but he, then he's getting combative with people because, you know, he's like, because he's invading people's space and he's, and he's yelling at him about Jesus for like no reason other than the fact that he's, you know, he's excited, whatever it is. But that's what happened to me last time. This time, there's just some weird dude high. Maybe, I don't know what he's on, but he's, he's dancing around this train car with the, three, the other three of us. You know, his pants are falling off and pulls up at the uh, rental car thing. He jumps off uh, and goes the opposite way of everybody else, thank God. So there's the three of us are standing in line and the girl that's there, it's now it's just after 1.15 in the morning. And, and I had gotten up at 6 a.m. California time um, you know, and my flight originally was supposed to leave at 1 p.m. So, you know, I'm starting to get punchy. I get to the counter and the girl's like, you know, everything goes smooth. This is the smoothest part of my day. And uh, the girl says to me, okay, well, just take whatever, go to the gold whatever section and just take any car you want. Keys are in all of them. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, great. So I took, like, I got an SUV. I got this big, I was like, I'm going to get in a, I've driven here before. I don't want to be in a small car. Right. So I, I got a 2020, a 2020 Nissan Pathfinder. <laughs> <laughs> like big, like, you know, it's, it's like, you know, I feel like, I feel like I'm driving around with the president, you know, I feel safe. Uh, and then I looked down and I realized it's, now it's 1.30 in the morning. Oh my God. And I still have to drive 40 minutes to get to where the hotel is to get out to, you know, the, where the stages are at in the morning. So by the time I get to the hot, to, to the holiday Inn, it's, you know, two 30, by the time I get checked, it's close to three o'clock. And I literally go inside, take a shower, pass out for two hours, wake up at five twenty 
to be here to take a, because I had to get COVID tested and I can't go into the office. It was a quick test. So I had to sit in my car yeah. in the, and it was raining. So all the rain in LA, you know, literally followed me across the country. <laughs> it was pouring rain and I'm sitting here in the dark because the sun doesn't come up here until like almost eight o'clock. It's so weird in right. winter. So that, that was my day. That was just getting here. I have to ask this. Did this uh, rental car have Georgia plates? Florida. I see. My concern was this thing that you talked about when you were done doing Unhinged and how every car in NOLA, Louisiana, it just smells like yep. water because they all get flooded. Yeah. Well, this one, it doesn't smell like water. It doesn't have that water damage smell in it, but it's definitely been ridden hard and put away wet, yeah. as they say. As they say. Because <laughs> uh, somebody got in there like, oh, whoa, 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 this car looks like it's been, yeah, I said it's been around, it's, but it only has like 42,000 miles on it. But it's, you know, it's only two years old too. So it's been driven. But, you know, as far as rental cars go, it doesn't stink. <laughs> it doesn't smell like cigarettes and it doesn't smell like mold. So, you know, it was a win-win. Win-win-win. I, I was curious, like, what is the cutoff these days on rental cars? I mean, 42K is not a lot, but uh, for a two and a half, three-year-old vehicle, sure. I feel like it's around 40,000. Like, I feel like this car at some point, while I'm here, <laughs> at some point they're going to want to, they're going to, you know, I'm going to have to swap out the car because they're going to, you know, it's going to be part of a fleet sale. But I think right. during 2020, like, I feel like Hertz and uh, several other rental car places, they sold off a lot of their inventory. Yeah, because because cars and car, new they cars weren't, weren't being them. made. Also, right. also new cars weren't being made either. Correct. So, so they were able to yeah. sell them at an inflated price <laughs> to people who were looking for cars. Right. So like maybe, maybe there is an extended life for the ones they did keep at this point. Because <laughs> they have low inventory because they sold everything Correct. off. Right, right. Yeah. I guess it's just wacky. Yeah. Weird. But, wow. You know. the, see? And we, yeah. And I wasn't even thinking about I'm like, oh shit, your travel day. Yeah, fucking talk about that, dude. I forgot about it. It seems like it, it seems like a year ago at this point. It's, it's been what? Two weeks. Tomorrow is the start of uh, week three. Week three. Me. Yeah. Yeah. So was it Really? Yep, dude. I've been like trying to give you your distance because I know it's a it, it it was it's always an adjustment when you're um, starting a show, but starting a show that was already rolling and yeah. was already in. Uh, it, dude, like yeah, we you know it was um, day thirty six or thirty seven of eighty five or something by the time I got here. So yeah. you know it, it was you know I just kind of walked in and winging it. It's good though. It's yeah. fun. So far, so good. We'll get there. We'll get there. But yeah. One day. Yeah. We'll talk about it. <laughs> well, I, there was another part of your weekend, but we'll save that for next week. So, yeah. Because we're, we're there. And, yeah, that's a, and, and uh, that long story, that long travel day story. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, dude. Every time you're giving me text updates, I'm like, I'm just sitting on the couch and I lean over to Melody. I'm like, oh, well, here's the latest. <laughs> Still in LA. And there was damn. one. I think you ended up calling me a couple of times, and I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> I was like, God, dude, I'm gonna. It, yeah, it was. It was rough. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, well, there you go. Um, tomorrow, the 31st of January, there's a, a whole bunch of releases that are very much karate in the garage type things. We're finally getting something we begged about. We wanted uh, a young Sherlock Holmes Blu-ray release. Well, Paramount Pictures just killing it with the physical releases. There's that. Pow. Shout's got a 4K of Event Horizon. Come on, that shout. I think it is Paramount that's got the Event Horizon. I don't know. Let me look. Again, Paramount with the event Horizon 4K. Obviously, if there wasn't um, that 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 shout release, definitely brought back the movie back to the forefront. Because I mean, it's the 25th anniversary of the movie. Yep, but from last year, 
last year was the 25th anniversary. Um, they were just a little slow on the draw, like a lot of things we talked about. But I don't know what the extras are on it, but I, I doubt any of the shout extras are on there. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I I would be curious what's on there, but I mean, I'm I guess, I'm guessing that it's probably maybe it doesn't have anything on there, or or maybe it has what was on that uh, the uh, special edition DVD that came out, which has some of the shout stuff on it, but not all, but not nearly any of that new stuff. No, no, this is all this is all basic stuff, you know, the, all the OG stuff that was probably on the the standard Blu-ray just maybe cleaned up a little bit. But again, we all, we all know, as we discussed in, in our Event Horizon episode, for fans of the movie, the cream of the crop is that shot release. That is a, it's badass. It's, you're not going to get anything better. You're a fan of the movies, boom. The only thing that would that, that we talked about in that episode was a drag that we didn't get that, uh, that director's cut that we were hoping to get. But yeah, again, Badass attention given to a movie that um, has definitely gained more love over the years. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, lots of great stuff coming out this week. Lots of 4K releases. Okay. I don't know how you feel about it, but dude, I love the movie Sidekicks. It's completely corny. It's completely cheesy, but that had its 30th anniversary last year. And it's got a video of a vinegar syndrome release um, on 4K coming out on Tuesday as well. And I'm not going to talk about The Last of Us until the series, the, the season's over, just because it's hard to talk about a show like that and not spoil stuff. Even if, oh, you, yeah. even if you know the video game really well, they've done, they've, they've uh, made some challenging choices that don't follow suit. And I don't want to, I don't want to talk about it too much, but um, we're, we're looking forward to tonight's episode because this is Sunday. It's good. It's good stuff. And I can't. I think about the sh- when we do our kickstarts, <laughs> I feel like when we don't do them weekly, we forget about stuff to talk about. And then even, oh, dude, yeah, <laughs> like what about the Oscars? Oh, the Oscar noms that came out right, this week. See, we didn't talk about it. Well, yeah, everybody, I, 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 I didn't really get into it too much because we didn't, we didn't do our year in. We don't like doing a best of list or anything like that. I mean, we're just kind of like, and, and most certainly, fuck that worst of. By the way, I'm going to say that again. I want to reiterate this. I know we've done this and on uh, other years of the show. Fuck all you people that have your worst of list. It's such bullshit. Yeah, fucking dude, knock that shit off. It's like, yeah, it's fucking like, pointless. Like There's that and the, the Razzies, dude. The, you know, the two things oh that, my don't, that don't give a shit yeah, about. Yeah, real quick on that. Razzies totally fucked up, dude. <laughs> they, put an, uh, they put a young lady, a young actress that, from the Firestarter remake, they put her as our worst actress. Who the fuck does that? Yeah, right? And they eventually had to, you know, they walked it back. But I'm like, I, you know, I was talking with Joe Russo, the good Joe Russo, not the Joe Russo, the brothers that make the Marvel movie, but the Joe Russo that did Nightmare Cinema. I said, I think they, they were, I think their intention was they were going to have to walk this one back. But I'm like, but why be dicks? It's like, it's, they're already dick-ish. And once Sandra Bullock did what she did, right? Once Sandra Bullock, like, what was it? Um, was it about Steve? Is that what it's called? What the hell was it? What's the movie? Uh, is, that, is that what it's called? I, I think know. so. Whatever. Yeah. She got nominated for Worst Actress for that. And when she showed up at the Razzies with her little red wagon full of the Blu-rays and the DVDs, I thought that was the fucking best response to that horse shit of a, an award show. And I thought maybe at that point, just shut it down. Don't do it anymore. I mean, because you're not- Yes, gonna, you just got faced. You got, that's it. You, <laughs> the Razzies got razzed perfectly. Yeah. But no, these fucking kids railed uh, you know, a preteen actress. 
Fuck you guys. Just yeah, seriously, it's, dude. It's a drag, dude. <laughs> it's the stupidest shit. That's what I'm saying. I don't, that stuff has never appealed to me because a lot of, you know, I feel like it's just, they're just doing it to be mean spirited. Yeah. There's a bit of, you know, ribbing that is, is acceptable, but, but I feel like that thing, maybe it started off that way at some point, but I mean, for the most part, for the last 30 years of it, it it's been pretty mean spirited. Yeah. I haven't seen the 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 remake, and uh, there was one point that you were going to be working on that. I think it was yeah, were, yeah. Uh-huh. and that was that got bumped and bumped and bumped and bumped. So what the the version of that you see out there right now is not what you were involved in, as oh, far no. as like the the, the cast not and directors. Director, nothing no. nothing's the same. But I just can't believe it. Like going, uh, what was the what was the young lady's name? Uh, young girl's name? Ryan Kira Armstrong. She's twelve, dude. Yeah. And she was 11 when she shot the movie. And it's like, what kind of fucking bullshit is that? I'm like, this is... That's exactly what it is. It's just fucking bullshit. It's like we we talked before about how women in general in this business, they just get a raw deal. Even the ones that are in in high profile positions, that they just... The shit that they have to fight through. This fucking poor young lady is 11, now 12 years old, being told that she's one of the worst performances in her, you know, in her category of what she does for a living. I'm like, that's fucked up, dude. Yeah, it's not cool. No. (laughs) Hey, Razzies, how about this? Just shut it down. Like if you didn't, if like, if you need another reason after Sandra Bullock thing, this is it. Shut it down. That's it. Assholes. Care. I mean, it's funny. I don't even look to see what. I mean, I yeah. I don't even. I I, the last time I looked to see what was being razzed. Right, and, and honestly, if they didn't fuck up and do this again, that's. I guess that's. The, it's exactly why they did it, though. When was the last time you gave a or was even aware of what was going on with them? Stop or my mom will shoot. <laughs> this is what you knew was intentional. They they knew they were going to have to walk this back. Sure. They knew. They knew what they were doing. They said they. It was calculated all the way through. It's fucking garbage. Anyway. Yeah, man. Fucking assholes. It makes me, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. It made me want to add it to our remakes. Uh, you know, when we do our annual remakes thing, just do that. And like, I want to definitely want to cover it. Cause like, fuck the fuck the Razzies, dude. Just stop like, being mean. Stop being mean fuckers. What happens with the Razzies? That means it's right around the corner is, is the Oscars. The Oscars. Uh, and you know how we are about award shows. <laughs> I mean, the same way we feel about Razzies, we kind of feel about the Oscars. But you know, we we do like it. It's a, it's a love hate relationship with the Oscars. I like to read about it the next day yeah. rather than sit through it. Yeah, because sometimes because because there's thing somebody always gets snubbed. Mia Goth was not nominated for playing Pearl in uh, Ty West Pearl that came out last year, and that for a lot of people have seen the movie, including myself, three times. It's a it's a questionable one, but there's one movie that I have not talked to anybody that has seen this movie and didn't just fall in love with it. But everything, everywhere, all at once was the best in theater movie experience last year. You appreciate movies like this that had to go for big swings, but fuck, how many times do you take big swings and that ball connects to that bat every fucking time? Everything hits perfectly. Once you kind of settle into the movie and how bonkers it is, it doesn't take very long before you're like, wow, this movie just, it's challenging. (laughs) It's one of the, the most fun movies I've seen. And thankfully, last Friday... Um, for those of you that didn't see it until at home video, it's back in the theaters. 
And every once in a while you get this thing where you get an Oscar darling that gets re-released in the theaters. And this is one of those. It's the best way to see this movie, by yep. the way. Yeah, it is. And if you've seen it, and if you've already seen it at home, whether you rent the digital or you bought the Blu-ray or whatever, but then that's the thing too. The Blu-ray has been out for months now. Yep. And so whether you rented it or you bought the digital or you bought the Blu-ray, it doesn't matter. Do yourself a favor. We talk about being able to go back and see a movie that's 30 years old and seeing that in a the theater again. This one, fucking a, see it because you're gonna you're gonna love it, and it hit like fourteen hundred screens. It's not, you might have to drive a little bit, and if you're not, you know, if you're out in the little rural areas, but it's it's worth it. It's totally worth it. It is. Uh, I saw it at the Limley here. I don't know if they if they've got it back, but go see it. If you were on the fence or if you haven't even seen the movie yet, there it is. There's your chance to see it. One other note: Best Supporting Actor nominee Judd Hirsch for the Fablemans. This crazy thing is, I think he's only been, I think he's only ever been nominated one other time. And that was in 1981 for Ordinary People. I think that's got to be some kind of record for the longest time between nominations. That's 42 years, guys, if you're counting. <laughs> it is. So there you go. That's yeah. all I got. There you go. Everything, everywhere, all at once. 11 Academy Award nominations across the board, which is when you start when you start crossing that crossing that threshold into you know the four or five categories that a lot of those kinds of movies usually get, everybody that everybody's been nominated, see that they got nominated for performance Oscars, right? Because mm-hmm. Stephanie Sue and Jamie Lee Curtis both for supporting, and then um, Michelle Kwan, Michelle Michelle Kwan, <laughs> just kidding, <laughs> Michelle Yao for Best Actress. And and then Key is best supporting actor. Yeah, man, oh, dude, so fun. By the way, yeah, I, just, I just want to say something. There is no IRS building in Simi Valley. I just want to point that. By the way, <laughs> by the way, socials. You know where to go. That's it. Bang. <laughs> Letterboxed. Letterboxed. Uh, at, at Karate Instagram, Pod, at, whatever it's called. Yeah, all that shit. It's all there. It's all there on the episode. Click it. Well, we're hoping that we can pull these things off on Sundays, um, especially now that uh, baseball, baseball, hockey, yeah. hey man, soccer, it's, football. Almost, <laughs> by the time uh, by the time I get out of here, you know, the, <laughs> baseball's gonna be baseball a month be, in. Base, no, not quite. I hope. Who knows? I was I'm wondering. Am I going? You guys still be there in April? No. Well, you say no. I say no. I'm and I'm sticking with it. I'll let you know when it changes. <laughs> okay, I, I mean, hope you're not there still either, because uh, for a lot of reasons, but for many, for yeah. many. Anyway, All there right. you go. Little little extra large kickstart for you. Yeah, uh, a long one. Yeah, we'll kick we'll kick we'll kick some things. Do we want to tease what next month's going to be? What February is? I'm just going to say it. Well, yeah, sure. Yeah. Ahead. It's Valentine's Day ha- is in February, so... What happens on Valentine's Day? Like, what's what's the most cliched thing outside of giving flowers to your loved one? Wait, let me think. Uh, somebody gives you candy? Candy. There you go. That's all you're going to get. All right. And you're going to get three doses of it. We would have been, been four, but it actually works out, though, because we can only have we only have access to three that we really, really love. The fourth yeah. one was, was a little troubled. Yes, but you'll get that some other day. But we'll get there. We'll talk about that when we do the first episode. All right, cool. All right. 